0: Episode 19, Steady chatting the Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Charlie, and on this episode, we'll be talking about There's Always Something to Do, Who Burnt Down the White House, Dreadlocks and Misbeliefs, and Egyptian Mythology or History. We'll also be hearing music from Bruno Mars and Morgan Heritage Family, as well as uh, some snippets of speeches from Donald Trump and Manly P. Hall. On this channel, you can expect to hear content on cannabis, product reviews, interviews, interesting news, discussions, music, and whatever you like. Let us at Steady Snapper Productions know what you'd like to hear on future podcasts so we can keep giving you what you want and what you need. Join in the conversation. If you're a visitor or just checking this podcast out for the first time, don't forget to subscribe to get more content. Now, let's go. I'm bored, that's something that really pops into my head, and it's a phrase that really comes out of my mouth, simply because if I want to be busy, there's always something to do. So, this segment is going to help not just myself, but those that follow along with Steady Chat and the podcast. It'll help you guys come up with some um, additional extracurricular activities to add to your weekly planned schedule. I mean, there's more to life than going to work for 8, 10, 12 hours of the day and then running home, making dinner, watching some crap on TV, and going to sleep. So that's, uh, I, I would like for every one of my podcasts and every one of my segments to actually help add value to your life so that gives you some other ideas of things that you could do besides what you currently do. You know, me personally... I enjoy being outdoors, so there's endless paths that I can go on walks, that I can go ride my skateboard, that I could ride my bike, that I could hike, and you don't even have to leave my your, your city limits. Me, I live in Calgary, so I mean, there's a lot of nature trails, there's a lot of pathways that connect into the Bow River, uh, there's a lot of um, skate parks that's all over the city, so... Every now and then, I enjoy having a skate park crawl where I don't spend an hour, two hours at a skate dive. I'll spend like maybe 45 minutes, maybe a half hour, maybe an hour max if I'm really vibing it and hit as many skate parks as I can in one day before I'm completely exhausted or completely burnt out. But that's me, you know, I enjoy being outdoors. Now, when the weather isn't great, I can still go to, like, indoor places and have fun. Because, I mean, just because you're outside of your house doesn't mean you have to be spending your time outdoors, right? Uh, In Calgary, Alberta, we have an area in the downtown core that's known as the Plus 15s, which is pretty much an over a walkway that crosses over streets and connects buildings together. And you could walk through that for hours of your day find awesome things to shoot cool people to talk to cool things to see things that you haven't experienced before and all from the comfort of an indoor environment you know and to get to devonian gardens as i said you can follow that fifth that plus 15 pathway all over the city and uh devonian gardens is like a very beautiful indoor green space that's at the top of a a mall in the downtown core so i mean there's that and for those that actually don't mind getting a little wet that aren't made out of sugar and salt, um, you could take your umbrella, grab a rain jacket, and go take a walk along the Bow River. That doesn't end. it it, it splits Calgary in half, so it goes from one side of the city all the way to the next. Uh, you can always walk down Stephen Ave. Another very interesting area, um, more of the patio layout. Um, You can buy stuff from the gift shop, souvenirs and things like that, and just get a feel for what the downtown Calgary life is like. Or, if you're more the type that likes to check out the blues scene, you could go check out the blues can over there in Inglewood, walk down the whole Inglewood Strip. I mean, that place has so much character and so much soul. So, I mean, these are some of the places that I enjoy going, but um, drop me a message, uh, give me a call message me on Instagram or on Facebook, and uh, let's help other people with planning some extracurricular activities because there's nothing better than to have your body moving and exploring, finding new things that has been in your neck of the woods or just right around the corner from you, and you haven't actually been able to experience it because you didn't know it was there. I'm your host, Steady Snap and Charlie. And we'll be right back. Okay, Agent Orange. Let's get some facts together to help you look less of an uneducated moronic imbecile. Now, I heard this clown. Oh, in case you guys don't know who I'm talking about. We're talking about the orange here, orange face bandit himself. Mr. Uh, Trump. I heard this jackass say that Canadians burnt down the White House or asked. Our prime minister, if Canadians burnt down the White House. I mean, this guy said some real dumb stuff, and I've managed to not talk about him because I mean, I'd rather not. But this is one that I think I'm proud to stand up and explain. I mean, I'm Canadian, obviously, born in Canada. Um, my descent is African. My parents are from Trinidad. But This is the first time that I feel like I've had to stand up and represent for Canadians when it comes to stupid things that Americans say. I mean, this guy represents all of America. And he hasn't had the luxuries of looking through a history book in the last, what, 100 years? All right, so let me help this guy out. May 25th, 2018, the American president asked our Canadian prime minister, did you guys burn down the white house now what an idiot he is to constantly speak out of his ass without having the decency to check with his advisors before opening his trap I mean really as for the burning down of the white house that Trump's referring to he's talking about the war of 1812 if he even knows that that's what he's talking about now to those who are unaware that was the battle between Britain and America before Canada was even a country. And to those that aren't aware, Canada became a nation in 1867. So, who is historically responsible for this bonfire this guy's talking about? I'll tell you. The British Army Major General Robert Ross marched 4,400 soldiers into Washington mid-August in 1814 facing 9,000 American soldiers and whooped ass and after being instructed to not burn down public property uh, the British army proceeded to burn the Library of Congress Capitol building and a few other places and then ended by having a great feast in the White House and burnt it to the ground so Mr. Agent Orange please Wikipedia or pull up an encyclopedia or do a search in social media and find the answers to your questions before you ask unnecessary questions that have us questioning how in God's name you ended up in power. I'll be right back. Every black person with dreadlocks isn't Haitian or Jamaican. Now, if you're Haitian or Jamaican, you probably already know that already. But I'm wondering if it's a prerequisite to have dreads to live in Haiti or Jamaica because the amount of people who come up to me asking me if I'm either one or the other, it blows my mind. I've met many Haitians and I have many Haitians as friends. I have many Haitians as acquaintances and I can even speak French so I could understand how that might throw some people off. But most Haitians I know don't have dreadlocks. And I have many Jamaican friends and many Jamaican acquaintances. Most of them don't have dreadlocks either. So call me or message me on Instagram, Facebook, um, call in on Anchor, on Anchor Radio, and let me know whether you have any friends or whether you are Haitian or whether you are Jamaican, or if you just have dreadlocks and people seem to ask you the same interesting question, you know. The fact of the matter is, most people from either of those countries don't rock dreads. They usually cut their hair. And in most African and West Indian households, that tends to be the norm. Because we were taught that you have to look presentable in society. So you have to keep your hair looking neat. And our belief of what neat is was based on what Slave Master told us neat was. Having long hair as a man isn't a common practice. Having your hair all knotted up isn't what society used to see as acceptable. But times are changing, so now you're finding any and everybody growing their dreads. And the older generation don't seem to really lick back against it and fight against it because i mean it's just here at the end of the day and it's just a style but uh yeah please do call in and let me know what your take is on the whole dreadlocks and whether you've been accused of being jamaican or haitian simply because of your hairstyle now dreadlocks they're a simply natural way of growing your hair that's it very minimal grooming is used you don't have to comb it You don't have to brush it, you don't have to press it, you don't have to relax it. Just leave it. You just twist it and let it go. In some cases, you might throw in a little beeswax to bind your hair together, but in most cases, you just leave it, let it grow. Now, this isn't a new thing because I've seen carvings on ancient Egyptian walls of people wearing their hair in the form of dreadlocks. So that's at least been around from those times and prior. My belief, I rock my hair, and the way how I rock my hair is an external reflection of who I am internally. I'm not like everybody, and I'm comfortable in my skin. So if people want to turn and look at my face and screw their face because they think, oh, this guy is unclean, look at how he has his hair probably doesn't wash his hair so that it could stay that way. All you have to do is ask. I'm an open book. Steady snapping, Charlie, and I'll be right back at you. Something that used to always fascinate me is history, and particularly history about my people, and my people being people of African descent, simply because I was brought up in a institution i was brought up in the catholic school system in canada where they don't put any time or effort into showing you as somebody who is not white where you belong and what part you played in this country becoming what it is today so it's very hard to see yourself in the pages of the books that you study from junior kindergarten till you graduate out of high school and even sometimes university. So when I graduated from high school, my main focus was studying African culture, African history, because it was d- disgustingly um, ill-proportioned when it comes to what was being taught. I didn't get nothing. Outside of Black History Month, which most teachers talked about on occasion... Uh, absolutely reluctantly I got nothing so I used to study a lot about Egyptian mythology and I've wondered is the right term Egyptian mythology or Egyptian history so that's the topic of today and let's start by determining the difference between a myth and history so a mythology is an allegorical narrative It is a branch of knowledge that deals with myth, so then we need to decipher what myth is. And myth is usually a traditional story of events that appear to be historical and serve to explain a practice, belief, or natural phenomenon. But, myth also means an unfounded or false notion. While history is defined as a chronological record of significant events, an established record, events which have taken place, previous treatment, handling, or experience. So mythology carries a similar meaning to history, but the difference is a myth can be interpreted as fairy ish and on occasion falsely concocted. But we live in a modern era where we have modern technology, that can prove many of the things that are considered to be myths right now as factual. The challenge is, unless the research is being put in and the work is being done to validate these myths to be historical, they'll remain just that. And that's it. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Keep tuning in for more interviews, good music, and great discussions. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, then message me on Instagram at Snapalotagus. That's S-N-A-P-A-L-O-T-A-G-U-S or through Facebook at Steady Snapping Charlie. Keep following me on my travels and feel free to take me on some of your travels as well. These podcasts can be downloaded and saved on your device. So, stock up on episodes for road trips to help you pass the time. I'm your host, Steady Snapping Charlie, and this is Steady Chatting, the podcast.